This Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. Welcome to This Bites, Milwaukee's longest running culinary podcast with your host, food writer and critic for Milwaukee Magazine, a wonderful, talented Ann Christensen and me. Tariq, a.k.a. the architect of Radio Milwaukee. We've got a lot of things to talk about on this week's edition of This Bites, including Asian Restaurant Week, which kicks off on May 14th in honor of Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Month, which is happening all May. We also have news about Funky Fresh. Some big news for Funky Fresh. There's a new Indian restaurant coming to the Brady Street area and more. But we start off with a new spot that's uh, open now over at the Zocalo Food Truck Park, Ann. Mm-hmm. You remember last week you mentioned about uh, Mean in the Street, they closed the Filipino restaurant. They've been a, a, a kind of a staple in Milwaukee, bringing uh, Filipina cuisine to Milwaukee. It looks like a new joint inspired by their closing is open by the name of Cocina Filipina at Zocalo Food Truck Park. They opened yesterday and today from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. and 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. It started by the people who own the uh, food truck, Modern Mackey. You can catch Cocina Filipina not only at Zocalo, but across the city at different festivals and local events. We'll post links to all, the, all that uh, and more. You know, I was just going to also mention that I think also behind this truck is the former food truck manager for meat on the street. Oh, so it's really? like a, it's a whole like women run truck. Nice. Nice. Yeah. That's cool. So some of the dishes you can get, they have a uh, rice bowls, a variety of rice bowls. They have four different rice bowls. They have a tofu caliente. It's like a, a spicy, uh, zesty marinated tofu, pickled red onions, house-made sriracha aioli with green onions over your choice of rice. They have a adobo curdo. C-E-R-D-O, I'm probably pronounced that right. Slowly cooked marinated pork, serve your choice of rice. Pollo caliente, which is a grilled Filipino chicken, pickled red onions, house-made sriracha aioli, green onions over choice of rice. They also have some side dishes, the garlic rice, which I'm a big fan of. I love the garlic rice. They have Mexican rice and a cucumber salad, either spicy or zesty. I love the cucumber salad. I love, I love cucumbers. I think cucumbers are underrated. I don't know. Like they're you do? Yeah, I feel like they're underrated. I don't know. Maybe maybe that's just me. Because you can like cucumbers are great in cocktails. They're great in salads. They're great in all kinds of stuff. I mean, like cucumber has a really interesting flavor that's suited for all types of things, I think. Have you ever had that cucumber salad at Dan Dan? Yes. That spicy one. I love it. Mm-hmm. And then also have the traditional lumpia, which is this kind of the uh, uh, roll fried roll but filled with pork and uh, and they have the sweet chili sauce and they have uh, also regular fried rolls, pork or veggie rolls as well. Uh, they even have desserts. They have a Mexican flan, a pandan cake, and a ube cake as well. Again, is that is how you pronounce it? I ube? always wondered if it was ube or what ube? It well, I don't I know. It, it was ube with a, the little accent, but that's all available at Cocina Filipina now at uh, Zocalo Food Truck Park. Coming up on this bite, we'll continue our conversation with news about the Asian Restaurant Week, which kicks off on May 14th. That is this coming Sunday. So stick around on this bites. We'll be right back. Do you want to know the secret behind the programming you love? It's all funded by the honor system. As a public radio station, we're based on a very simple model. 
We try to do something meaningful, connecting with you through music and stories. And then we count on those who appreciate what we do to show their support. Are you one of them? Show your support by visiting RadioMilwaukee.org and joining today. We're back on This Bites, Milwaukee's longest-running coloring podcast. The magical, wonderful Ann Christian with me. And so did you know it's uh, Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Yes. Yes. So Elevation is uh, this group that really supports the the community with different events throughout the year. And they really kick it in high gear during this month. Uh, They've been doing a lot of events. They did some stuff with the uh, Milwaukee Film Festival. They had a dinner with uh, Derek Mosley and all this stuff. But uh, starting this Sunday, they're kicking off Asian Restaurant Week. It's the third year of this event. And they have a great list of restaurants over their websites. And I just want to list some of the restaurants. They break it down by the cuisines and nationalities. So they have Korean, Laotian, Thai, Hawaiian, Nepalese, Himalayan, Taiwanese, Vietnamese, West Asian, Middle East, Eastern, and Indian. And they have a, a category for fusion, Asian fusion restaurants. And it's an extensive list. It's a really cool list. You got some of the people, places you're probably more familiar with under the Indian uh, selection. You got Bombay Sweets, Saffron, which is really an amazing uh, spot. Ruta's Vibrant Indian Cuisine, which was formerly in the Crossroad Collective, now at 207 West Freshwater Way. We also have an Ox Cafe. I love that place. That's over on Hampton Avenue. Uh, they do kind of Hmong, Laotian, and Thai cuisine. Of course, Hawaiian, the one and only Ono Kind Grinds off of uh, 7215 North. Shezwan, one of my favorite restaurants, not just favorite Chinese, but one of my favorite restaurants, period, in Milwaukee. Mm -hmm. Lucky Bakery. You're a big fan of Lucky Bakery, right? Yes. I love their pork buns and their roast pork. So good. Mm. So they even have, uh, what other places? We've got Sap Sap. Over in Racine's on this list, Screaming Tunas, uh, Juanita Sushi and Seafood in Brookfield, Korean. They got uh, Merge, known for their Korean fried chicken, Maru Korean Bistro, and Char, which kind of the modern take on Korean cuisine, and Stone Bowl. And Nepalese, they got Curry and Momo House, Everest Cafe, and uh, and a Taiwanese is Bento Expert. I love I love Bento Expert. That's really oh, good. Me too. Totally. Yeah. Totally little under the radar type of place, mm. too. Yeah. And then under the Middle Eastern, Damascus Gate, Lebanani House, which you're a, a big fan of, right? Yes. Yeah. And Schwarmer House. So they really got the whole diaspora of Asian cuisine as part of this. This is a beautiful, beautiful thing they're doing. So shouts out to Elevation on uh, kickoff of Asian Restaurant Week, which starts this Sunday. So show your support. Next is a a little piece you put on a a Milwaukee magazine about that. We talked briefly about them uh, a couple months ago uh, in a spot formerly known as Laughing Taco. It's kind of a raw bar coming. What's the details on that? You have some details. Yeah. So there's this concept that's going to open this month in Walker's Point. It's called 1033, and that corresponds to the address, which is 1033 South 1st Street. This is the former location of the Laughing Taco, which is um, a restaurant opened by uh, Justin Carlisle, who owns Arden and Red Light Ramen. 1033 is owned by the two partners who run 2A Wine Merchants in the Third Ward. 
they're partnering up with Justin Carlyle to do what they're calling rule-free dining. So it seems to me that what they mean is, you know, this isn't like a strict appetizer, entree, dessert menu. It isn't, you know, it's you're seated at a kitchen counter. It's by reservation only. It's only for a certain number of people that they can actually seat. And the menu is pretty fluid. So they've got raw bar choices like raw oysters and clams, mussels. They are doing charcuterie and cheeses. And um, they're also doing shareable plates. So it's it's just kind of like a lot of like snacking types of things and things you can share with people and foods that are also complement uh, the, the wine menu that is offered by 2A because the owners of 1033 are also the owners of a wine shop. So yeah, so it's a, I guess it's a little bit of a, a different sort of concept way of dining that just isn't, you know, isn't like a strict three course menu seated for dinner. I mean, this just kind of like go with the flow a little bit. Cool. But they're supposed to be open in May, but you don't have the exact date, right? Yeah. They didn't release um, that date yet, but yeah, they're saying sometime this month. Okay. And they're also doing a happy hour and the happy hour is, is open to walk-ins. I see they have a mushroom porridge Donabe, which like, I want to have a Donabe cookbook. Yeah. I think for my birthday, I'm going to buy me a Donabe. I always want to do that. Like it's such a, it's such an amazing style of cooking. Mm-hmm. It's basically one pot cooking, but it's in this, they have different styles. They have a, a like, a, they, there's different types of Denabes. It's like a steamer, a general purpose Denabe. There's even a smoker Denabe where you can like do smoke stuff. Fascinating. Uh, yeah. It's, I, I really wanted to, they're kind of, if you want to get some good ones, they, they run pretty high expensive. That's why I haven't done it yet. You can get some on Amazon a little cheaper, but I really want to get some really nice ones and get one of those portable butane indoor cookers they do in Korea and Japan and like really just start putting stuff in there. Like I feel like that'd be the most cost-effective way of cooking and most flavorful and healthy way of cooking. So yeah, I really love that. I love the idea of Donabe, uh, those pots, but yeah. Next, Funky Fresh. Funky Fresh. Spring yeah. Rolls. They've been around as main staple Truman McGee. Yeah, I remember seeing him in Washington Park uh, doing his spring, spring rolls, and man's just blowing up everywhere. Like, mm-hmm. he had a partner, has a partnership with Palermo, is getting into all the stores, growing his business. And it looks like he really want to take that route to make it a national brand. And to do that, Unfortunately, he is closing uh, his Sherman Phoenix restaurant tomorrow. The last day that you get his bowls, his spring rolls at Sherman Phoenix tomorrow so we can focus on growing his brand, which is a sad thing, but I'm very happy for him to grow the national brand. I like. I would love to wish him all the success to see his brand in like every every state in the country. Yeah. I hope, he, I hope he does well. So yeah, so he's been doing this for a while. So, yeah, so tomorrow is the last day that you can get uh, at least uh, over at Sherman Phoenix. So Does this mean he's not going to be at any farmer's markets this summer? He's going big. He's he's going national. Okay, so you can't go to the farmer's market and do push-ups to get a discount on your... Maybe once in a while, maybe do (laughs) pop-ups, maybe do catering. I don't know. I I mean, (laughs) Oracle Brothers have mentioned the other side of what he's trying to do. Yeah. But... You might do something out there if you ask nicely. If you do some push-ups <laughs> for him, he might do it for you. I don't know. So, yeah, Palermo did purchase a more stories. They can put funky, spread, funky Fresh, and they're planning to 
expand them. Like, don't tell Truman McGee, I don't bake his rolls. I fry them. I know that's not what he expends to, but it, I just feel like, you know. Yeah, his whole point is he- healthy. You know, yeah, keep them I fry them. <laughs> he doesn't know that. I'm like, I, I baked them. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to fry them. So I, I put in my wok and fry them. <laughs> you know. Mm. Anyway. Do you have an air fryer? No, I'm I, I'm a I'm a I'm a normal human being. No, I don't have. A okay, air I'm just curious. I don't have one either, but a lot of people do. Oh, overrated, overrated a uh, cooking device, I have to say. But anyway, that's, we can, I can go on a tangent on that. <laughs> Bite me on it, people. And finally, uh, we got a, we got a new Indian restaurant coming to the Brady Street area. Uh, Urban Milwaukee reports uh, the owners of Curry Hut. Have you been to Curry Hut before? No. Uh, they uh, that plans to expand in uh, Milwaukee's footprint with a new location at 1888 North Humboldt, former site of Wisconsin Pizza Authority. So they plan to open um, uh, mid-July with hours of 10 a.m. to midnight daily. Plan to serve uh, many of their items they have at their other location, with exception some of their sweets and desserts. Get some classic like samosas, butter chicken, tikka masala as well. So be on a look at that for a uh, Indian cuisine option on the east side from the Curry Hut. Well, that wraps up this week's edition of This Bites. This Bite is edited and produced by Kiri Salinas with support and generosity from our membership. Don't forget, you can get listen to This Bites wherever you get your podcast, Spotify, NPR, Apple, or just head over to RadioMilwaukee.org. Remember, feedback's important, so please rate and review. And as always, and stay hungry. Keep them the Lord cold. Have a great weekend, Ann. You too.